Have you got any particular advice that you would share maybe for women stepping into MD or CEO roles um, in, in business or indeed for kind of other women in in the armed forces who are aspiring to senior leadership positions? Like what's what do you think has helped you navigate that environment? What's helped you be be successful uh, in, a, in a really male-dominated world? Yeah, I mean, unsurprisingly, it's a question I sort of wrestle with on a personal level, but also have have found, you know, is of interest to others. When I was very lucky to be involved in the Army Service Women's Network and still am, which is a, a gender network. Um, it's one of the official sort of army networks. And that's been just over five years, nearly six years now in, in its instantiation. I think the organisation itself, itself is, is evolving and, you know, it has gone on a, a quite an incredible journey from, from being all male to, you know, if you think about fighting on the battlefields of the Somme and the like, in terms of the warrior image, um, to an organisation where you have choice. And for me, I feel like I've played my part in enabling choice. And so I would say to anybody who who's joining an organisation that feels quite male dominated is that you're, you're enabling kind of generations behind you to working in a different way, to working in an environment where you have choice. And so that's a privilege. And so I would start off by saying being a woman in the army um, and a minor- maybe of, of a minority has been a privilege. And I have really enjoyed being part of, you know, evolving the organisation. I mean, I have, I have adopted loads of male characteristics along the way to fit in. I even remember once um, trying to learn about football teams in order to feel like I was part, part of a group more. I mean, you try all sorts of techniques to you know, to, to invite yourself into into an organisation. And actually what I found is there's a whole bunch of stuff that makes it easier. So, for example, as a woman in the military, maintaining, you know, your fitness and a healthy outlook goes a long way amongst your male peers. So if you can run as fast as them, you, you get a few kudos points. You know, they focus less on your ability to to make decisions or to, you know, to be an expert because you can run fast. Now, that's that's not our problem as a as a woman. It's not my problem as a woman. But I would say that the making decisions, being good at your job and being able to deliver against your task is the all-consuming reason why I think women uh, have success in such an organisation. And and I think the same would apply in any commercial environment. And this, the point being is focus not on what others think of you, but focus on what you think of yourself and how you value yourself before you even think about how others value you. Because I think if you believe that you're contributing and you're prepared to work hard and you're prepared to demonstrate that you have the skills and the expertise, then success does come. And I think the army, I see that in the military. I see that in the army, definitely. And so it is about merit. It is about being good at what you do and then demonstrating that. And there are things that help you along the way. So I would say for me, it's been, you know, maintaining a physical standard. I think it's also about being a storyteller and somebody who's got a bit of character. I think as a woman, that's really helped. I've never felt afraid of spinning a few stories, a few dits amongst my male colleagues. And of course, having a sense of humour in my organisation, again, goes a long way. And I think it's also about remembering that you do bring something slightly different and not being afraid to use those skills. So that kind of emotional side of being a woman quite often comes to the fore and it's working out how do you emotion how do you use your emotional intelligence for the better of the organization 
how do you take what might be sort of everyone's common view because there's a bit of groupthink um, because maybe they all come from a similar background or a similar sort of educational environment. How do you bring a bit of diversity of thinking to the party? Um, and also how, how much are you prepared to call out what you don't believe is good behaviour, whether that's against a, a female colleague or against a male colleague, it's sort of irrelevant. But it's about, you know, setting a standard, being good at what you do, you know, using the quick wins like running hard and running fast, being able to have a sense of humour and, and telling good stories. And I think those things have, have, for me, have been some of the nuggets along the way that have, that have helped me. And then I would finally say that the other thing that has been enormously helpful is having a support network of other women around me. So very early on in my career, most of my friends and colleagues were male. And I think as I've got further into my career, I've realised the importance of having, you know, almost like similar faces to look at when you're having a conversation. And I know every woman looks different, but I'm just sort of thinking, you know, it's nice to look left and right of myself sometimes and know that there's a colleague there who might be looking at it same same perspective. You know, she too might be somebody who lacks a skill and wants to increase it because that's something that maybe, you know, we're both not good at. So it's about building your networks, building your support mechanisms, not being afraid to to go asking for some advice and help. And I love the fact that I have a few female mentees that I look after and they come to me for advice. And I also know that I've got a number of people who are um, senior women who work above me in, in responsibility terms. And I go to them and ask them the same question. 